So shout out to my man Mangrum. Sent this some money. He says, why do black folks complain about nonsensical stuff, but don't want to do anything to address the ills plaguing the community? Um, look, I don't think this is like a really complicated subject here. It's because, uh, you know, black folks complain about nonsensical stuff, in my opinion, because, you know, it's fun. It's entertainment. Black people love to be entertained. You know, most black folks, a lot of black folks, especially those online, they really have, I just don't believe, I don't believe a lot of black people have a lot of ambition and, and drive to go out there and try to fix things that, they believe to be a problem. I think actually, truthfully, a lot of black people actually enjoy the chaos and dysfunction. If you want my honest opinion. It's like, you know, everybody talk about, you know, we get reparations, everything will be magically fixed, or if white folks pass some laws, things will be fixed here and there. You know, it's getting to the point, I don't even think black folks really truly want that. I mean, it's, it's a popular talking point, but, you know, if, if you... If black folks had all their wishes come true about all the things that they believe to be wrong, I think it'll get to the point where black folks, so many black folks will go out there and start making up new stuff to cry about just so that they can feel powerless and revert back to being a victim because, you know, just being a victim is it's just a national pastime with so many black people, man. So crying about nonsense nonsensical stuff all day long it's just uh it's just a form of entertainment it's just a it's just a way of you know constantly having some attention shifted to you and you know getting somebody to hit the like button the donate button or you know subscribe to your your woe is me philosophies just so you can have constant attention thrown you know black folks love attention Black folks love attention, you know what I mean? You know, we got the flashiest rides. We stay, uh, you know, our our our, uh, our clothing game is, you know, step out the house, you got to be fresh to death. Got to have all your, your nigga trinkets on. Got to be weaved up. All that stuff, just so you can get attention. So crying about nonsensical stuff draws attention to you. You know what I mean? It, it draws attention to you, not only from, you know, other black folks, but from all these pasty liberals out there who want to, you know, come through and save a poor little Negro. You know what I'm saying? And give you a, give you a little pat on the head and put a bottle in your mouth. You know, that's, it's, it's a national pastime, man. You know, trying to address any of the real ills of the community that, you know, you all live in, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. That, that requires actual real work. It requires you to actually go about trying to change your mentality and, and, uh, and going out there and actually, you know, becoming the change that you desire to see. Like, there, there really is no other simplistic way of putting this. You know, you want to change the community, you have to change you. But unfortunately, you have a lot of black folks who are just comfortable existing with how they are existing because change requires real work real work you I mean you just you're not going to be able to to bypass the work aspect snap your fingers and go from 
looking and are acting one way to becoming something that you always envision. Like you're gonna have to go through that 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 tiresome process of of elbow grease to put in the real work to become the things that you believe needs to uh, take place. And then another problem with that is you may or may not ever get recognized for the stuff that you're trying to do when you're out there trying to change. You might your name might not be in lights. People might not recognize you. You might not get all the the notoriety. You know what I'm saying? And you'll be hard pressed to find a lot of people who are just willing to go out there and do something just off the strength of doing it because they genuinely care. You got a lot of people who just do stuff just because they want to be seen. They want to get they want to get rewarded or uh, or get some type of uh, approbation for for doing something that you know you should be doing it's, you know it's kind of like when dudes get up on social media maybe on some crap i takes care of my kids well you know it's like chris rock said you know you're supposed to <laughs> you know you know i don't get rewarded for being a father because i raise my sons me and my wife decide to make these boys guess what i go out there i work i do whatever i gotta do to you know to keep a roof over their, uh, their heads clean clothes on their backs, food in the refrigerator, you know, all all the other little things I have to do to make sure that they transform or develop into fully functioning males that can operate in society. Dude, I don't get rewards for that. And I'm not expecting rewards because this is something that I chose to do. Me and my wife chose to, you know, get out and do what we do and bring life into this world. So I don't get rewarded for running around here telling everybody I'm a father, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. No, I'm supposed to do it because I am supposed to do it. I mean, that's just the way it is. But, you know, maybe it's because of how I was raised and you know, I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like that's just common sense. But you have so many people out there who will say stuff like that because they want... They want, they want recognition for doing basic stuff, man. But the reality is, when it comes to the real deal work that actually can impact some stuff, you know, you might not ever get recognized. You might not ever get your little blue check on social media. Your YouTube channel might not ever pop off to the level that you want it to pop off to. You know, this might not happen. That might not happen. But you know what? That's, that's the way it goes, man. That's the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? You got to really sit down and think, are you just trying to do something just for notoriety? Or are you doing it because you actually care about whatever mission it is that you decided to step out into the world and, and uh, pursue? And so getting back to the community with all the ills that plague the community, you know, you can go out there on the block, start preaching a good word. You go out there, get your little broom and a trash bag, start picking up some trash, planting some flowers, doing this, doing that, walking old ladies across the street and all that stuff. But, you know, most of most most black folks ain't going to do it because, you know, nobody's going to be giving them applause on the back. Or if they do do it, they're going to have to have a, some type of video footage proving that they did it. Like, ooh, film me walking Miss Jenkins across the street. Film me cleaning up the trash in the alley or, you know, film me doing this. It's like, why don't you just do it because it needs to be done? You know what I'm saying? So, there's no, there's no, uh-oh, shit. 
there's no um you don't get no you don't get no love in the in the in the streets for that. You know what I'm saying? But um you know, you can whine and cry about nonsensical stuff all day and you'll get mad love out in these streets, B. Mad love, because everybody else is whining and crying. You just got to figure out how to tailor your whining and crying to be the most exaggerated so you can get the most love, man. And you get financially rewarded in a lot of cases. You get, you get the name, but do you ever really accomplish anything at the end of the day? Like, take BLM. Right, the women that started BLM, they don't raise ten billion dollars. Right, they out here whining and crying about a bunch of career criminals in most instances who get killed by the police. They don't got this thing pumping and jumping so big to the point they don't raise ten million, ten billion dollars. Now it's to the point where you see a BLM protest; it's like ninety percent white folks out there. So. But at the end of the day. What does that really solve for the, the black community that they proclaim to care about? Which is really just the criminal element that they proclaim to care about. Because the criminal element, they still out there doing criminal activities that attract the attention of the police, right? They still out there doing it. Because, you know, every, every last one of us out here, right? People like me, you know, BLM been pumping and jumping for about, what, six years now? It started after Trayvon Martin. We're talking, oh shoot, probably a little longer than that. Let's just say seven or eight years. I ain't had an interaction with a cop in seven, eight years. <laughs> Ever since BLM. Matter of fact, the last time I had an interaction with a cop, nah, well, it's probably about, it's probably been about eight years. I want to say about 2012 when I got pulled over for speeding on my motorcycle. That was the last time I had an interaction with a police officer. I ain't had no interactions with no cops. They don't look at me, or if they do, they, they wave and keep it pushing. And if I see them when I'm coming in and out of the convenience store or whatever, but I ain't, I ain't had no interactions with no cops. So it's just like, you know, the BLM thing, it, it doesn't really, I don't, it doesn't pertain to people like me. It pertains to the criminal element. But the criminal element, they're still out there doing criminal activities and they just can't seem to get their stuff together to learn like, hey, you know, maybe it's not a good idea to be fighting cops and taking their tasers or, you know, walking around trying to reach into your car to grab a weapon and, uh, you know, you know, especially if the cops got their weapons drawn on you and telling you to, you know, put your hands up and all that. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good idea for you to just put your hands up and then go get a lawyer and let your lawyer duke it out for you because, you know, the chances of you actually getting killed inside of a courtroom are slim to none. You know what I'm saying? But so we got BLM stomping, stomping the ground for years now, raising money to the point where it's transformed to this white organization where it's like 90 percent white folks out there at BLM protests these days. Well, what has all that done other than get BLM a bunch of money and a bunch of notoriety and also get them pretty much ignored by the Biden administration? What has that done for that the black criminal element that they go so hard to paint for? It really doesn't seem to have done anything. So this is this is how I mean, and that's just on a major scale, right? But this that that type of that that type of um, that type of thing plays out all the way down to the to the lowly individual who's just jumping up and down, barking on social media about how we needs to do something. Well, no, we needs to do nothing. You needs to do something. Like, don't y'all get tired of this? We needs to do something. Then people come through, bang the, bang the like button, 
and then a year from now they still on here talking about we needs to do something well why don't you stop saying we's and go start saying i i needs to do something and actually go out there and do whatever it is that you think needs to be done that you can directly impact we need more fathers in the community i go out there if you got kids and be the best damn father to your kid that you can be all right if you got a little relative in your family a little youngin nephew or something niece that ain't got no father figure go out there and become the father figure to your damn niece or nephew or if you want to go out there and mentor some boys or adopt a black kid you know go out there and do those things stop saying this we needs to do crap and just go out there and do the crap that you think needs to be done but no, that requires the hard work and you're not going to get you're not going to get the, uh, the social media love. You're not going to get the blue checks and you're probably not going to get the money. So why do all that when you could just get up here? We need to do something and we need this. All right. Then all of a sudden I get all kind of love out in these streets because I'm just I'm just talking a bunch of rhetorical crap that's been spoken for for God knows how long now. So that, That's why black people are the talk about nonsensical stuff it's entertainment man it means nothing it's just a bunch of empty rhetoric that nobody ever really expects anybody to go out there and start doing it's just it's, it's just it's just become the new this is just the new church social media is, is just the new church with a lot of black people you know you're not sitting in the pews listening to reverend pork chop anymore you're coming online listening to pass a pass a pro black and and pass a woe is me you know, it's, it's the same thing, man. But even with church folks, they go to church, be all catching the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, jumping up and down. As soon as they walk out the church, they doing everything that they just got finished talking about they shouldn't be doing until it's next Sunday. They, then they can come in there and repent, ask for forgiveness, give Pastor Porkchop another another donation and, and, and feel good about their spirits for the next couple of hours. It's the same thing online. It's the same thing. This is what black people love, man. They love empty rhetoric, empty promises. You know, too many, too many black people. Especially as it directly relates to real change. Even with real change on the individual level. Same thing. It's entertainment. That's it. Entertainment. You know, it's like the new year, new me. Everybody posts that new year, new me. Everybody's bigging it up, liking, hitting the like button. Everybody done went to the, to the store, copped them some new fitness shoes, some new fitness outfits, and they all finna get their workout on. They go to the gym for one day, get sore, don't go back for the whole year. <laughs> but they got mad love when they was talking about, I'm finna get right, new year, new me. Until it's actually time for them to go get right. Because when you in there sweating to the oldies, doing your little Tybo and all that crap, Ain't nobody going to be around there to pat you on the back. You out there studying for these damn certifications, taking these, these college classes where you got to do like calculus and algebra, or you out here going through the motions of, of trying to get your business up and running when ain't nobody showing you no love out in these streets, B. Nobody's going to show you hardly any love, man. But they'll show you love when you say you want to do something. But, you know, it's, that love ain't going to be around when you're actually out there doing it in a lot of cases. The only time that love will return is if you do it to such a big level that they can't ignore it. Like, if you go out there and start a business and all of a sudden you become like this millionaire 
then all of a sudden everybody's gonna be like, oh man, I believe in you, I love you, I love you. But when you was going through the ups and downs, damn near living in your car, trying to figure out how you was gonna get this thing up and running, ain't nobody was showing your ass no love. They showed you love when you announced it, you know, hit the like button, and then after you started going through the motions, they, they uh, faded away, and now you got your money up, and all of a sudden, they love you again. But nobody wants to go through that, that middle ground. The middle ground is, is where the work is. Nobody's around to witness you and all that other stuff, man. So this is what happens, man. This is what happens. That's, that's why black folks love nonsensical stuff. Nonsensical stuff doesn't require any actual work. It just requires you to just bump your gums and whine and cry. Real work. Ain't no love out there in the streets for most of us. You know, you got your onesies and twosies that'll get love. I'm not saying it's you know, futile for everybody, but, you know, even the ones that do get love now, you got to remember, when they was initially starting off, they was getting ignored too. They only start, a lot of them only start getting love because of how big they got, you know, either in terms of how big their following is or how much attention their movement or whatever garnered. But, you know, prior to that, most of them, most of them weren't getting no love either until it became trendy to, to, to give them love. <laughs> if it ain't trendy, if, if, the, if the white peoples didn't uh, bless off on you getting some love, you ain't gonna get no love out in these streets when it comes to trying to do something constructive. You gotta get white folks to sign off on that crap. You know what I'm saying? At least as far as black people are concerned. Once white folks notice you, you're doing all the right things, then the black people come around like, yeah, that, brother, that brother's a dynamite brother. If you don't get that, yeah, good luck, you know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't no love, ain't no money, ain't no notoriety. You're just another person out there just doing what you think needs to be done because you believe in it. And that's hard. That's hard to do. Especially when, you know, we live, we live our lives through these freaking smartphones and Instagram pics. I mean, I mean, just think about it. Look at all the, look at all the idiot criminals out there. They be out here recording themselves taking pictures of the crimes that they do. Like, that's just how deep uh, the, uh, the acceptance, even if you're doing some, either you're doing some nonsensical stuff or some criminal crap runs, that, you know, you, you'll, you'll voluntarily record yourself doing criminal crap just so you can get love on social media, <laughs> even though you might be facing 10, 15, 20 plus years in prison. You know, kind of like that dude that killed the rapper, um... XXX Tentacion. Remember that? Killed him, took his took his money, then like an hour later he was on Instagram flexing, holding up the money that he just took from the rapper he killed. And now your man's is probably facing the rest of his life in prison. All for some pictures on it, all all just to get a couple likes on Instagram. You know what I mean? What's up, keep it techie? But that, that's that's what this boils down to, man. So nonsensical stuff. Is entertainment. It's just another form of entertainment to uh, procrastinate the inevitable. And the inevitable is you actually rolling up your little crusty sleeves and getting out there and doing the things that you honestly believe needs to be done. Assuming you actually believe in the stuff that you say. Because, you know, you got a lot of black folks out there. They'll talk this, we need to do better, we need to do this, we need to do that, or there needs to be some type of change. But you got a lot of Negroes, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. It's just another, they're just, they're just rally cries. 
They're just popular talking points to say, because you know you're going to get love on social media if you say these things. Everybody likes to hear that. Everybody likes to hear somebody go on social media and, and, and uh, put up something saying, you know, talking about Dwight, man, or we need to do this, we need to overcome. That's, that's the easy thing to do. You get you damn near get instant love when you put that type of stuff up there, man. Instant, instant uh, likes and all that crap. But you know, if you really believe in those things, you really believe you want to be a better man, better woman. You wanna you wanna be you wanna go out there and get your education, get your certifications, get your skills up. You wanna you wanna lose weight, get in shape. You wanna do this. You wanna do that. You're gonna have to actually go do it. You know what I'm saying? You're actually going to have to go do it. And like I said, when you're going through the motions of actually doing it because you believe in it, nobody else is going to give a damn. I mean, that's just how the world works when it comes to this thing called adulting that I think a lot of y'all haven't figured out. When you're actually out there doing the actual so-called work for like 99% of us, nobody else gives a damn. They're only there for your announcement and if you hit it big, then they'll they'll come back around. But during but during that 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 process of them ups and downs, them late nights, you know, you out there studying, you ain't going to the club, you you at the crib studying because you got a cert to take or an exam to take, or you out here trying to budget your money because you, you know you're trying to reinvest it into your business, or you out here sitting down with your kids, teaching them how to do their ABCs and one two threes at the dining room table. You know, instead of you sitting around watching love and hip hop, nobody cares about that, man, except for you. <laughs> nobody gives a damn. It's cool. Yeah, we need to educate the babies. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But damn, don't nobody give a don't nobody give a rat's ass about you actually doing it. And you have to be willing to accept that if you really won't change. And I don't think a lot of black people are really willing to accept doing something without getting praise for it, without getting they're patting their head from white folks and, and getting that dap from a bunch of black people. I'm talking about you the man and you the woman. If that, ain't, if that ain't coming with it, with your efforts, I don't think you got a lot of black people who are really going to put their all into it if they even attempt to do something at all to create so-called real change. That's just not how Negroes are programmed anymore. Where that happened, when, that, when did that happen? I have no idea. But that's what, that's what I see happening a lot. Nobody, nobody wants to give you the love, man. But you shouldn't be looking for the love. You should just be doing it because you feel like this is important. So if you feel like it's important, then you're not concerned about the love. But if you feel like the love is just is important, then you're only going to do something when there's a crowd around you. Like you, you go out there and uh, you give them, you, you uh, buying homeless people food or you giving them money. You know, it's either you do it because you want to because you, you, you actually feel bad for this person or whatever, or you, you, you'll have them other people who will do it, and then all of a sudden they want to take a picture with the homeless person, or they want to record themselves taking a homeless person into a, into a store to buy him a sandwich. Like, why do you got to record that? Just go, just go in there and buy that man or woman a sandwich and keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing this for? Because you actually care? Or you actually have some compassion for this homeless person? Or are you doing it because you just want a bunch of damn likes on social media so that people can see you, you can try to craft this image of you uh, being seen as something that, you know, you're actually not. 
That that's the problem. And you know, this is this is with everybody. This ain't you know this this is this is universal across all races, but you know, within the context of black people, I think I think it's just more prevalent because there's just so many different aspects about black society that have been that, that black people just love to be seen. It, it appears to me that black people love to be seen more than anybody else. Doesn't matter if it's negative or positive. I mean, it just just in so many different areas of life, with with the, with our mannerisms, with with everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just want to be seen at all costs. So that's 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 where we're at with this. You know what I mean? So yes, uh, not this nonsensical stuff. That's why, man. If I can't be seen. Why am I doing it? The community can go to hell, right? Just, just, just hell in a, you know, just, just straight hell, looking like an episode of The Wire out here. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, if, if I get out here on social media and say, yeah, I want to clean up the mean streets of Baltimore, everybody will jump up and down until you, you actually got to go out there and, and start the mission of cleaning up them streets. Guess what? Ain't nobody gonna be around unless you unless you purposely tell your friends to start recording you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to go out there and do the real work of of changing hearts and minds. And good luck on that crap. But you know, if you really believe in it, you'll do it. That's what I think. So, you know, good luck on all this. We's we's gotta overcome stuff. Weez needs this, Weez needs that. No, Weez don't need nothing. Yous need to do something. <laughs> Replace the Weez with the with the yous or the eyes. Yous needs to do something. Go do it. I told you the black community starts with the individual. You can't skip over that. You cannot skip over the individual and try to go out there and, and, and fix the, the, the entire block or your whole neighborhood, or your whole city. You gotta fix you first. And once you fix you and master you, then you can go out there and try to influence others. But so many of y'all wanna skip that step. That's the most important step right now, is fixing you. But you gotta be serious about fixing you. You can't do it just because you wanna be seen. You gotta be dead ass serious about it, if that's what you really wanna do. You dig? So anyways, those are my thoughts. I'm about to go eat lunch. Y'all be easy. Peace.